0: Hey, I'm Jamie McShane. I am the next guest on On Screen and Beyond.
1: On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond. Brian Zimran. Thank you for joining us for a special episode of On Screen and Beyond. We had our show on Sunday like we always do, but this week we have three people from Eminence joining us here at On Screen and Beyond to celebrate their on-demand uh, release on Friday, February 4th. So uh, this is a special edition of On Screen and Beyond. Thank you for joining us. This is episode 582 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. Today on On Screen and Beyond, our guest is Jamie McShane. Now he was in Mank, he was in Sons of Anarchy, he was in Argo, he was in Bloodline, he was in so much more, and... He is in Eminence, which comes out Friday, February 4th, on demand. You can check that out. It's all week long. We're having guests from that movie, and uh, we'll have another one on Friday. So get ready for that. And before we get into that interview, we're going to bypass our usual uh, routine here and go into uh, just a little something to let you know what's going on. Be sure to tell a friend about On Screen and Beyond and, uh, you know, just tell them that there's so many different people out there that we have interviewed that are great guests and I'm sure they'll find somebody that they enjoy and uh, also subscribe that is the best way to keep up to date on what's coming your way as far as on screen and beyond and if you subscribe on apple podcast or spotify uh, amazon music and google podcast anchor fm iheart stitcher and on and on i could keep going but uh, those are some of the biggies that uh, we are on and of course you can just tell alexa Play On Screen and Beyond, and it's going to come up. So there's a lot of things you can do. And please, if you're out there, leave a five-star review for us. Uh, We'd appreciate that very much. Help get more people listening to On Screen and Beyond. And also, uh, that makes, uh, you know, more people uh, want to come on the show because uh, all these people who we are having like to have people hear what they're saying. So uh, it all works hand in hand. And uh, you can check us out on Instagram. And that uh, you can find us at On Screen and Beyond Podcast. Or if you're on Twitter, you can get us on at On Screen, the letter N, Beyond. So On Screen N Beyond. And uh, that's a way you can keep up to date on what's coming your way and what's been released and everything. So that's a couple more places. And of course, like I said, all those other places, the uh, Apple Podcasts and everything, you can get the uh, episodes there. And I am continuing to update the onscreenandbeyond.com and uh, that's taking time. So <laughs> with all the interviews we've had lately, it is going to be a little bit before I can catch that up with everything else. But you can uh, be sure to check that out too, if you want, because we have a lot of the episodes uh all there, and some of them have a like a dead link, I guess you'd call it and uh, but we're updating those as we go along trying to update these things. And uh, let's see, what else we got going on? Oh, yes, I want to remind you once again about CroftCon. That is coming May 20th at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California. That's in the San Francisco Bay Area. So if you are going to be there or want to go there and catch these people, there's going to be people from, you know, all the different shows that uh, uh, Sid and Marty Croft made. Now, they made uh, all kinds of shows like H.R. Puff and stuff. Lidsville, Sigmund and the Sea Monster, Lo- uh, Land of the Lost, and uh, so many others. So we're going to have a lot of people there from those places. We will also be trying to get them to uh, be guests here at On Screen and Beyond. So hopefully, you know, we can uh, get some of those people for you if you can't make it. But they'll be there signing autographs, and they'll also be doing talks, and they'll have... Um, all kinds of things going on. So if you are going to be uh, checking that out, that is May 20th at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California in the San Francisco Bay Area. If you're there, you can just take the BART get right right there. It's it's easy to get to. And that's uh CroftCon. So be sure to check that out. We'll be giving you more information as we get more and uh it's going to be a lot of fun. So what do you say? It is time to get into the interview with Jamie McShane, love this guy. He was in Bloodline. <laughs> he was—I I can't say enough about uh, how good he was in that, and that's a good show too. So if you haven't checked it out, be sure to check it out. But that's it. We are going to get into it. Jamie McShane is next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today's guest on On Screen and Beyond is an actor who we have seen on so many shows and movies, including CSI Vegas, Seal Team, Mank, Bosch, Scorpion, Southland, Sons of Anarchy, Argo, Bloodline, and so many more. His latest film is Imminence, and it will be available on demand on February 4th. It's Jamie McShane. Jamie, welcome to On Screen and Beyond.
0: Hi, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it.
1: Jamie, it is such a pleasure to have you on. I've watched a, a lot of the shows. I can't say I've watched everything you've been on, but uh, I've watched a lot of them. And uh, Bloodline, just you were great in that that show. It was unbelievable.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you. That was a that was a special project. That was uh, pretty amazing to get to be in that.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe we can talk a little bit about that in in a little bit. But uh, I want to get into uh, your new movie, Imminence, and. Uh, it's you know I've watched a lot of movies and I've had a lot of actors on the show and we can talk about it and everything, but this is one of those movies that it so many twists and turns and 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 everything is just changing so often we can't talk a lot about it without giving everything away.
0: <laughs> yeah, you really can't. It's. Uh... Yeah, it's everything you said, and there's there's not much that we can really go into about it. Uh, so yeah, it's been nice talking to you. I'll see you next week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but first off, give us our audience a, 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 an idea of what the film is without giving everything away.
0: <laughs> that that
1: now it's on you.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, it's a it's a bunch of. Uh, scientists who are working on a project and they get um, some data and some signals which lead them to believe that they could be in some sort of communication with something beyond Earth, uh, extraterrestrial and they're trying to figure out what that communication is and who the beings are they're in contact with if they are and trying to make that contact and make sense of it all And it's what happened to them in the process of doing that.
1: Great job. (laughs) Without giving anything away. (laughs) You've done this before, I think.
0: (laughs) Uh, Not much. I I got lucky. But, yeah,
1: I mean, it was an excellent film. I really enjoyed it. And it's just, uh, you know, just when I figure I got it figured out, it's like it makes a complete turn.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were very good about twisting things and you expect one thing and then you're turned completely around. Uh, very clever. Yeah. Now, how did you get involved with the film? You know, it was funny. Uh, Michael Beach, uh, is in the film and I had done a couple jobs with Michael over the last, I don't know, four or five years or so. And, um, he just called me up and he just go, said, you know, in his deep bellowing voice, he goes, Nick Shane, I need you to do what you do. <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, I have, I will jump at any chance to work for Beach, uh, with Beach, and uh, I said, yeah, of course, and then I read the script, I loved it, and uh, I had worked with Anthony before a little bit on Southland, Um and, uh, yeah, so they just asked me to come in and I, uh, did a read through with them and then that was kind of it.
1: Hmm. So, so it, it must be fun when you're, you're, especially on a small set where you, you, you know, I mean, pretty much you were limited to one small area, uh, on a, on a little boat and, uh, you know, but you know, everybody, so it's, or, or most of them and, and it's, uh, must make it a nice thing because, you know, you're with a bunch of friends
0: more or less. <laughs> Well, I didn't know I didn't know any of them other than Beach, really. Um, oh, okay. You know, they... So, I, I guess, I think Carrie, you know, the writer-director knew who I was and uh, Beach had recommended me. And Anthony I had met the one time on Southland, but, you know, just briefly, I don't know if we had a... Uh, I can't remember if we had seen together or, you know, I was just kind of calling roll call and he was in the, in the, uh, you know, the, the squad room at the time. Um, but I knew who he was and obviously I knew his work. And the other actors... I had only met, uh, Astonis, I think that's a, say her name, um, because her husband is Jason Wiles and I had done a film for, for Jason a couple of years back, which was one that, uh, Beach was starring in. Uh, uh-huh, okay. So I did know her a little bit and, uh, yeah, but it was, a, it was such a nice group and it was a very small little film and you were in a contained space and, uh. I was appreciative to have been asked and to get to work on it and they seemed uh, happy with me being there so it was nice. Oh, uh, I got to tell
1: you you play that type of I'm not going to say who or what. People can watch it. <laughs> but, yeah. but but I got to tell you you did a great job with the oh, role that you. you had. It it's I mean, you know, I mean, you do great on all the roles you've
0: done. Thank you. But uh, yeah, this role I I play the uh, you know, young Sam Patel and uh, <laughs> you know, it was a bit of a stretch, but I do what I can do with the right wig and whatnot. So, yeah, you look good. You. In I'm the glad dress. you like... it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, thank you.
1: But yeah, yeah, it was it was fun watching you um, do your
0: do your stuff. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. How long a shoot was it? I don't know how long they shot the whole thing. It was pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But my I, I, I have you know more or less a, a bit of a cameo role in this and. Um, they, for me, it was. I came in. I was supposed to do two days, and we wound up getting it uh, in one. And that was kind of it. It was just kind of hi, welcome to the boat. Here you go, boom, boom, and we were able to capture it all and um, and get it done and get it get it down.
1: Yeah. Now I, I want everybody so, to know, like I, said, I was saying, uh, not letting get anything away. But you, you said you just said you were a small role, but it was a pivotal role.
0: Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I mean, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, uh, it was a nice, like I said, a nice group to work with, and I will jump at a chance to work with Mike Beach anytime.
1: Yeah, yeah. I talk, I'm going to be talking with Mike.
0: Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Tell I said hello, please. He's a great, great guy. Yeah, yeah, wonderful actor.
1: Now, did you and Michael Beach work in SEAL Team together?
0: No, we. Um, I met him on Unsolved, which was the. Uh, Series about the uh, the murders of Tupac and and Biggie Smalls, mm-hmm. wow. and Beach came in one day, and you know uh, we had a whole scene together, he and I and uh, Jimmy Simpson, and uh, I met him there. And then I can't remember the second thing. No, I guess that was the second. Yeah, okay. So then I did the Jason Wiles film called Sunny Days, and I had some scenes with Beach in that. Beach was kind of one of the leads in that. And then uh, he called me for this, and we did this. And then uh, a year ago, I actually called him and said, hey, I got a short film, would you do it? And we did a, a short film called Unspoken together. Oh. It was just a three-character piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So we've gotten to work together four times at this point. Yeah.
1: Now, you've worked on some, I mean, really big shows and movies, but you've also worked on, on some independents. Uh, do, you, do you like the freedom of... of- the independent films or how, how
0: um, it, it depends. That, that's a good question. It depends because sometimes you're on bigger things and they're just as free depending on the director and the scripts. And, um, you know, I've done more television than I have film. Um, even on Mank, like Fincher, the, the scripts were very, the script was very locked in as it should have been. And um, But David was very open to what you could bring in rehearsal and then he locks it in. Then there there wasn't, you know, a lot to change from that. But he was very open to, you know, hey, David, how about this? You know, it, it was very nice. Um, that being one of the bigger things I've really gotten to work on, you know. Um, and they're really, you know, it, it's all the same when you really come down to it. It's just a lot more people, a lot more machines running, a lot more, you know, just a lot more stuff and a lot more money involved and, you know, often bigger names like, you know, getting to work with Gary and um, stuff like that. But when it comes down to it, it's know your lines, hit your mark, make your choices on your character and, you know, do the best you can and try to bring some variety if it's uh, applicable. Yeah.
1: Did did you always want to be an actor?
0: I did. Yeah. When I was a little kid, um, I had seen the animated Disney movie, Robin Hood, and I wanted to be Robin Hood, and I was little, but I understood that was animated. And then I got into watching, you know, back then reruns of, like, F Troop, and I Dream of Jeannie, and, you know, The Adams Family, et cetera. And I always kind of wanted to be this the second guy, not the lead guy. And then, as I got older, I discovered Gene Hackman, and uh, especially he and Alan Alda, Alan Alda and MASH and that was just the vibe i felt and then um yeah so I, my goal was i was thought i was going to play hockey in the olympics turn pro play uh pro hockey and someone was just going to say you know after a game say hey kid we need you in a movie hmm. and that was my uh that was my career path huh. and then uh i got hurt and couldn't play hockey anymore so it kind of went a different way
1: wow so so then did you did you go to school for it or did you do uh, acting in school during plays and things like that or, or w- what No, the, I didn't
0: because um you know way back then in like when high school had basically musicals and I couldn't sing mm-hmm. and then I I got very disillusioned after I had I got hurt and um at that point in life I just thought well everyone wants to be a you know an actor an at an athlete or you know, a rock star and it just doesn't work out for most people. And so that was that. And then I went to college, um, you know, just, I went to university of Richmond, which is a great school. I just, I was pretty clueless. I majored in English cause I didn't know what to do. And, uh, I didn't know what I was going to do, and then I, I saved up after I graduated, and I backpacked around the world for a bit, and a guy in Perth, Australia was like, hey, mate, what do you want to do? And I said, you know, as a kid, I want to be an actor, and he said, well, why don't you do it? And I thought, huh, yeah, why don't I do it? And I grew up in Jersey near New York, so I started going into New York, and, um, you yeah, know, I didn't know what a headshot was. I didn't know anything, and uh, I took one class for a little bit, and... Uh, that teacher kept saying, work, work, do anything you can. So I did. I did a lot of theater. I did, you know, dinner theater. I did any little, uh I did a ton of extra work, stand-in work, any little independent film or student film I could do. And, you know, I sort of did that in New York for nine or so years and then moved to L.A. And uh took me a couple of years to get going there and, you know, kicked in. And here I am. I think it's my 31st year as an actor, maybe 32nd. So, yeah.
1: Wow. So when you were in New York, uh, did you do any uh, states work?
0: I did. I did a lot of theater work, you know, some in New Jersey. Uh, So far off Broadway, it was, you know, practically in the water. (laughs) Um, You know, the one thing I did do that people knew was Tony and Tina's Wedding, which was an ongoing kind of comedy improv show in New York. And I was just sort of a what they called the swing. And it's like if uh, Tony was out, then one of the guys that played the caterers at the catering hall, catering hall would bump up and play Tony and I would swing in and play one of the caterers. Mm-hmm. And that was a blast. It was all improv. It was, you know, some great actors and uh, that was really cool. Yeah. yeah, Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it? That's where bank of America can help for your financial to do's bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bank of slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Now I mentioned bloodline earlier and, uh, like you say that 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 was a great show um i you know if people haven't seen it they should go and watch it because it's on netflix and they can they can catch it but uh uh, how did you get to work on bloodline
0: bloodline was for me a game changer and it really was for me like going from the minors to the all-star team and i was you know like uh put it towards hockey. Like I was third line on the all-star team, but they let me skate once in a while. And it was really wonderful. Um, I got it. I, I had my manager and my agent, um, got me an audition. And at that time, Netflix was just starting. They really only had um uh, house of cards and orange is the new black. And, um, and I got this audition and this character was supposed to be, long-haired, skinny, tattooed guy from the Keys. And I was like, all right, I'm 0 for 4 on those. But um, (laughs) I understood, as soon as I read the the audition material, the size, I I understood what I wanted to do with it. And, um, you know, I knew they were going to have Sissy Spacek and Sam Shepard and Kyle Chandler. And, um, you know, I just did the best I could. And they, fortunately, the uh, producers responded and I got that role and it was just a... It was a game changer in my career and uh, a, a real life changer on on so many levels. Yeah, well, you you
1: were, you were so bad in that, but but <laughs> but <laughs> thank you. you. But, but you were so well. I don't know how to. It's so normal. I mean, you know. I mean, in, in the first scenes when you first first meet up with them in the boat, you're sitting there and you know you're just talking like a couple of guys. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was a really special project. The writing was good. the The actors were amazing. I'm I'm was very fortunate to get to be, you know, on that show with them. And Ben Mendelsohn was just breaking through in America, and he was incredible. And everyone was just incredible to work off of.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything ever, funny ever happened during the you know, the filming? Any bloopers you can let us in on, or anything like that?
0: Um, blood No, I mean, I, I can't really, no, I can't really think of any bloopers or anything. It was just, it was a fun group. We all, we all had a really good time. Um, I got very close with Kyle Chandler, whom I'm still very close with. And, you know, Ben and I got close and it was just, it was just a blast. I mean, you're, you know, you're down in the Florida Keys. If, if you're lucky, you get to the Keys once in your life and, you know, get to go out on a boat and experience it for a weekend. And, you know, we got to be part of the fabric of the community down there for three seasons. Yeah, yeah. you know, it was it was really uh, pretty incredible. Yeah,
1: and, and Sons of Anarchy, you're that was no slouch either, <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, Sons
0: was great. That that was also that at, at that time that bumped me up in my career from where I had been right before that, and um, I was fortunate on that also because. I had auditioned earlier for uh, an, a role of an Irish guy and it went to uh, someone else. I didn't get it. And then that actor did like one episode and then he couldn't come back to Sons because another show wouldn't let him go. So they wrote that character of Cameron Hayes in and um, they called me to do a role, like two lines as an Irish bartender. And the director of that episode just happened to be this guy named Guy Furland. And I had worked with guy on another show, and he said to Kurt Sutter he goes, "If you use this guy as the bartender, you're wasting him because this guy I've worked with him, he should play this role and uh they gave me the role, and it, it went well and then Kurt wound up writing uh for my character uh quite a bit, which was really incredible
1: yeah wow it's it you know so does this happen a lot where you know you start out uh, on on a, uh, you know a show and does it happen where you you you're going to be one or two sh- episodes or something like that and then all of a sudden they you know start penciling you in for more?
0: You know, it has I won't, I won't say it happens a lot. It has happened um you know often you get on a show and you're just a one and done. That's just the way the character is right. and then fortunately you get on like this. I, I also did this on uh murder in the first and Southland yes. where, um, you know, the, you're hired for a couple, maybe two, three. And then you kind of, you fit the fabric of the show, or you fit the tone or, you know, they're like, Oh, we can do a little more with this. And then they find out other stuff you've done. They're like, Oh, we can write in this direction for him. And, um, and that happened for me on Southland. I had a huge episode towards the end. Um, which was wonderful, um, and then Murder in the First, they just kept, you know, Stephen Bochka was always very good to me, and he just kept keeping me in there, so, yeah. yeah.
1: So what do you got going on now? Anything new that you can tell us about?
0: Yeah, I am in Bucharest, Romania, right now, <laughs> and I am working on a, a Netflix series for Tim Burton, oh. and it's called Wednesday. And it's about Wednesday Adams from the Adams family, and she is a teenager, and she gets sent away to this boarding school uh, in Vermont, and uh, the school is basically for outcast kids, kids that are not normal humans. You know, some may be werewolves or, you know, all these other things. And um, I play the sheriff in this little town where this school is, and it's... It's an amazing job. This is one of my with Bloodline and Mank and um a little film I did called Busman's Holiday. This is one of my top four gigs of my career so far. And Tim Burton's wonderful and wow. just he's a sweet guy.
1: I was gonna ask how it was working for him.
0: He's great. He's he's much more simple than I would have thought as a director. He doesn't direct you that much. He's uh really nice, but the the sets and the costumes and, like, his vision of what has to happen beforehand, you know, it's just, you're in a Tim Burton project, you know? It's visually like that if you get to see the, you know, watch the monitor once in a while. And, uh, you're like, wow, I am in this world. And, um, it's a great group. It's, um, it's really, it's a really special project. I hope it comes out well.
1: Now, is the whole thing being filmed Right there in Budapest, or was some done over?
0: Uh, know, Bucharest. Bucharest, not I mean, uh, Bucharest, yeah. Bucharest, yeah. We're in <laughs> Bucharest, Romania. Uh Yeah, you know, they um, they wanted a lot of space, uh, you know, square footage and area, and they were looking in Toronto and, uh, and Budapest, and they wound up with the best deal here and the most space, and they really, you know, created a whole town on the set. You know, they created a whole little town. It's amazing. Wow. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I would love, I mean, I like Bucharest. It's been wonderful, but I would like to be in America. You know, I got kids and, you know, my my girlfriend and all that. And um, this is literally the other side of the world. Right, yeah. Um, So it would be nice if if they could, if you could afford to do this in America, but you just really can't,
1: Hmm. you know. Yeah, that always blows me away when, you know, okay, we're going to film something that's in, you know, Vermont—that's supposed to be in Vermont—but they go halfway across the world to do it. <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just—you know—the uh, the like I said, this one. The, there was a studio established here. There, it was uh-huh. open. There's a ton of property that they could just build on. You know, just kind of scrub grass and crap that mm-hmm. they just created a whole town on. Wow. And wow. then, um, you know, there's a there's plenty of people who Work in the business here, and I'm sure the uh, it costs production a lot less mm, must be, I mean, uh, obviously than it would it must, at yeah. other places. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, it, so yeah, that's why I'm here.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, when any idea when that was is going to be coming out?
0: My guess is Halloween next year.
1: Oh, cool.
0: It could be sooner. I hope it's sooner, but um, yeah, it's really the scripts are are. Fantastic! It's Miles Millar and Algo. Uh, they did or golf maybe pronounce his name. Um, they did Smallville. Um, oh, yeah, good show. I think Banshee was their show. Yeah. Um, they're great writers. It's really the scripts are very clever. I mean, it's got a sci-fi edge to it, just you know, comedic edge to it. And the lead girl Jenna Ortega is playing Wednesday, and she's just phenomenal. Both as the character and her professionalism on the set, hmm. and she's a sweet kid too,
1: so it's more of a uh it it's not comedic like the the original adams family
0: no it is it is it it's got a lot of comedic things to it, but it's you know it's uh you know it's like a tim Burton thing it's it's Tim burton it's yeah dark <laughs> and it's funny and um you know it's all it's all of that, yeah, wow. So. Yeah, and they got Catherine Zeta-Jones to play Morticia and uh, Luis Guzman to play Gomez. Oh wow, jeez. Yeah, yeah. So they came in for a couple episodes, and uh, yeah, it was very. It's really. It's a very special project. It's a lot of fun, and I love the character. Yeah,
1: especially if you. I don't know if you knew the original,
0: but I do. I remember the original. Oh, I watched it all the time. That's what I was saying. Like that was one of the shows. You know, like I Dream of Genie, the Munsters, Mm -hmm. you know, all that. They were in reruns when I was a kid in Jersey, and, you know, you only got a limited amount of shows, and that was one of them. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, Jamie, uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Uh, I want to finish up with one final question, but uh, the uh, people should all get ready for February 4th when Eminence comes out, and uh, I I highly recommend it. They should all catch it, and... uh, We'll we'll get into the last question now, uh, but uh, here you are. It's probably your day off. I think they said it was your day off today, right?
0: <laughs> well, I have a lot of days off. I mean, it's you know, it's a big cast. Jenna works every day. The girl playing Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I work a day here, a day there. Next week, I work like three days. It just depends, yeah. you know, what they how they schedule it. Yeah,
1: but. When you have time off and you sit back and relax, what are your favorite TV mm-hmm. shows now and of the past? And you've mentioned a few things from the past. And also, what's your favorite movies now and of the past?
0: Oh, wow. Um, wow, that's what do you watch? Yeah, well, <laughs> growing up, I mean, MASH was a big one as I got older. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I loved Cheers. Um, God, I watched a lot of stuff as a kid. Uh, now... We, what, I, I liked Succession a lot. I have got into the first season of that. I love Bosch. I got to work on Bosch, too, but I yes. love the show Bosch. Um, oh, man, my, Heather and I were watching a bunch, and I can't think of them right on the spot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then movies, I just saw... Um, oh, what was it with... Uh, oh, um... The Heart of they fall was that what it was called? The Regina King, it was like a western with an, almost an all-black cast. Um, oh crap, I can't think of the name right now. It was such a good movie. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love Don't Look Up. Um, uh, what else? I mean, in the past, I just rewatched French Connection. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little French film called the red balloon, which is a short film that was made in 1955 that I love. It's kind of a silent film. I had seen it as a little, little kid in school and just came upon it right before Christmas again. It's a beautiful movie. Um, yeah, I love the outlaw Josie Wales, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, what was the uh, one, Mississippi burning, you know, some of the darker, darker films, but, uh, yeah, 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 that's, that's probably it. But yeah, I have a lot of free time in, uh, in Bucharest. I've been watching some documentaries and things, and then I go on Criterion and watch some old films and get some new ones on Netflix. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, Jamie, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. And like I told you earlier, I was excited to have the chance to get you on the show and it's a, you know, everybody's got to be watching out for imminence. It's coming out on February 4th, and I wish you luck with all your other work, Wednesday and everything else you got going on.
0: Thank you so much. This was a blast. I really appreciate you asking me to do this.
1: And there he is, Jamie McShane. I want to thank him so much for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond, and be sure to check Jamie out on imminence Friday, February 4th and uh, that movie comes out and uh, you know oh uh, eugene of course uh on sunday we had the episode with him eugene bird so be sure to uh, see him too in that film and then we have another guest on friday so they are just coming at you and also next week uh on our regular sunday show we have a, a great guest coming your way a lot of you will remember him from the movie hook rufio is going to be joining us here And, uh, of course, his real name is Dante Basco, and he'll be joining us to talk about his new movie. And then, next week, on, I think it's Tuesday or something, uh, we're going to have another guest for, not from that movie, but from a different one that's coming out next week. So we're going to just be throwing these shows at you like crazy, so get ready for that. And uh, we got a lot of great guests coming on after that, too, so... That's it. That is a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. I hope you enjoyed it. And once again, tell a friend about On Screen and Beyond. Go ahead and subscribe to On Screen and Beyond so you're getting all these episodes as they're coming our way. And also, uh, it'll help us uh, get more people to listen to On Screen and Beyond and get more guests on On Screen and Beyond. So uh, your help is needed. So I hope you'll join us for that. And uh, like you say, download, 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 download them all and download them all again. <laughs> we'll keep things going here. And uh, that's it. That's a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when do we once again take you on screen and beyond? I'm Brian Zemrack. Take care.